Ready to start your own business? Have a small business already? Or maybe you have a great idea for a business, but just don't know where to begin. Get a practical nuts and bolts business education in just 15 minutes. Check out the $100 MBA show, a best of Apple podcast winner with over 2 million downloads per month. It's where business school dropout and successful independent entrepreneur Omar Zinhome shares real-world lessons on starting, growing, and scaling your own business. On the $100 MBA show, Omar shares what he's learned over years of entrepreneurship, including building his own SaaS company from the ground up with zero outside funding. From book reviews to special guests to listener Q&A and more, The $100 MBA Show offers lessons you can put to use right away. Whether you're an established entrepreneur, a side hustler, or just someone with a business idea. Subscribe to The $100 MBA Show on your favorite podcast app right now. That's $100 MBA Show on your podcast app or 100mba.net. Welcome to the Frugalpreneur Podcast. I am your host, Sarah St. John. This episode is what I refer to as a showcase episode where I feature a bootstrapped entrepreneur and they briefly share their tips, tricks, tactics, techniques, and tools that help them bootstrap their business and the successes and failures along the way. My hope is that each of these showcase episodes will provide at least one valuable takeaway that you can implement right away in your own bootstrap business journey. Now on to the episode. Hello, everybody. My name is Bo Bennett. I attended Bryant University back in the early 90s, and that's when I started my first major business. I needed money for college. And uh, my parents told me that they're no longer going to pay for my university. So I had to do something if I wanted to stay in college and getting a standard job, like at a restaurant or something wouldn't do. I needed a lot more money. So pretty much out of necessity, I started an advertising specialty business. And that's something you could do pretty much with no capital. It's basically, you're just selling products representing other vendors. And that was something that we could actually do in in the early 90s before the internet. So I started that and I managed to make just enough to scrape by and, and get through school. And then after college, my first major, major business was a web hosting company. I used my experience from the graphic design that I did for the advertising specialty. And I actually created a web hosting company. And this is right when the internet was first being introduced. I mean, very few people knew anything about the internet. So it was my job to sell people on the internet, what it was, why they needed a website, what a website was. So that's basically what I did. And then within... Well, the rest is history. And as they say, it, it really caught on. The internet caught on and my business just skyrocketed there. And eventually I sold the business for $20 million in 2001. And since then I've been running and starting a lot of small little businesses and it's been a lot of fun. Well, I had a lot of businesses, as I mentioned, but I want to talk about my first business because the first business out of college I think, because that is 
when I had essentially no money. And I, I think this is a very important point that I would love to get that out to all the, especially younger people out there who are in the same position that I was. I was fresh out of college and fortunately I didn't have any student loans. I didn't have any debt. I did finance a car, but it was like a $4,000 loan. So we wasn't, it was nothing major. I was living in Boston, living in an apartment building and I was uh, making enough for rent. And at the time I was just running my graphic design business and, you know, just making enough to get by. It was nothing major, but that's when we started the, the web hosting company. And it was a major risk then, because if this didn't work out, then I wouldn't have any money essentially. So we, we, we sold the graphic design business and started the, the web hosting. And at that point I used credit cards and that was pretty much it. Uh, I had like a few credit cards with 500, a thousand dollars, and that was enough to get me by. And the important point here is I was in a position in my life where there wasn't a lot of, there, there wasn't a lot to lose. If even, even though the risk was high, if I didn't make it, it wasn't really that big of a deal. I, I wasn't going to default on any mortgage. My kids weren't going to go, we wouldn't have to move and I didn't have kids. So it was just a good time to take that risk. And I, I do want to stress that to all young people out there in the same situation. Think about where you are right now. And, and now is most likely for you a good time to take that kind of risk. The biggest success in bootstrapping my business was the fact that pretty much from nothing with a few hundred dollars, maybe like a thousand dollars or so in credit card debt, I was able to start the web hosting company, which eventually sold for $20 million six years later. So that obviously was a major success. It's, it's finding something that can finance itself. Somebody once mentioned to me uh, recently, actually, that they asked if, if that whole idea was still true, that 95% of businesses fail and, or it takes like 10 years to make money or be profitable. And when it comes to the 95% of businesses failing, I think that's probably true, depending on what you consider a business. But when it comes to being profitable after like 10 years, that's like the IBM days. I mean, those are, that's like doing business in the sixties and seventies, no longer, especially with the internet, you could be profitable from day one. So you could use that profit to bootstrap your business and to continue to grow it and also take out just enough for you to get by and live a comfortable life and then just keep on putting more money in the business. When it comes to failures for bootstrapping the business, I would say that there have been dozens of them. I mentioned that I've been starting businesses and running businesses since that one back in, well, actually <laughs> we're going to be specific since I was 10 years old. And during that time, I would say, yeah, about 95% of them failed. And the money that I used to bootstrap the business was essentially gone. And I just had to make more of it. But that's the nature of business. You don't need all successes. You just need one big one. I'm going to talk about two different tips, tricks, or tactics, techniques to bootstrap your business that I used and use today that I find interesting and useful. 
The first one I mentioned a couple of times, and that's credit card. At the time, credit card debt and it is just an easy way to get quick cash without having to convince people what you're doing is a good business proposition, like going to a bank wearing a suit and try to sell the manager on, uh, on what you're doing to get a loan. Because we all know that banks don't tend to loan you money unless you don't need it, uh, which doesn't really help you. But when it comes to credit card, banks are generally happy to loan you money at that interest rate. Of course, you just got to be very careful because if you're not confident that you could pay it back, then you can get yourself into some trouble. So be careful there. But when it comes to after, like where I am now and after having made some money, I use my own cash to bootstrap my businesses because I, I don't like outside investment. I don't like people telling me what I can or cannot do or where their money is being spent. And I especially don't like losing other people's money. So I, I don't take other people's money. Instead of investing in, in traditional securities for the most part, uh, like stocks and bonds and so forth. I mean, I, I have a little place for that. But for the most part, what I like to do is I like to take my money and invest in myself, invest in my own ideas, knowing that, again, 95% of what I do will probably not make money. So I keep that in mind. The important thing here is only invest what you're comfortable losing. It's kind of like the same advice of lending money to family. Uh, if you're not willing to get it back, don't lend it. I'd just like to conclude by saying that really in, in the past 20 years, everything that I've been doing is just using my own money to finance different projects. And, I, and you may think, well, this is easy for a guy who sold his business for $20 million, but I mean, first I, I didn't get to keep all $20 million and then we, we spent a lot of it. So the, it, it's not like I have millions and millions to play with. In fact, most of the time when I start businesses, I literally am using under a thousand dollars to, to kick the business off because with that thousand dollars, I could pretty much instantly tell from spending that money, if this is a business that's going to catch on or not, if I spend a thousand dollars wisely on marketing and promoting, and it doesn't start growing organically from that point, then I could tell it's probably not going to be a big success. The general rule, it's not an absolute rule, but it, it's a pretty good rule that I've been following so far. And then if I spend a thousand dollars and it does catch on organically, well, I don't have to spend any more money to that business out of my own pocket, so to speak, because I could just spend the money that the business starts making in profit. I, as for me, you could find out a lot more about me at bobennett.com. I've written several books, many books actually, but most of them are on critical thinking and reasoning and logic. But you could find my book on success motivation. It's called Year to Success. That's probably a, uh, a good one that you'd be interested in. I also have a lot of online courses. You could find those at bobennett.com as well. Good luck to everybody. It's a lot of fun starting businesses and you don't need a heck of a lot of money to do. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast.
Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.